0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for WordPress plugins A to Z, not Z. Hmm. Thankful for great plugins for WordPress. It's episode 538 and we have plugins for country add-ons, applying for jobs, Christmas says hello, doken vendoring, seed tracing, Q-ring and classic press options all coming up on wordpress plugins from a to Z. wordpress it's the most popular content management and website solution on the internet and with over 80,000 plugins to choose from how do you separate the junk from the gems Join us for a weekly, unrehearsed conversation about the latest and greatest in WordPress plugins. This is WordPress Plugins from A to Z. Well, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be hiding out there on the globe today. Coming to you direct from the brewery overlook in beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada, I'm John Overall. And with me is the ever lovely
1: Amber Overall.
0: And we have another... Episode for you. It's a happy Thanksgiving episode. Yes, we're working on Thanksgiving Day. Well, for Canadians, it's not Thanksgiving Day. So, anyway, a happy Thanksgiving to all our American listeners out there. Hope you're enjoying your holidays, the football, all the food. Hope it's a really great day for you in these little bit of trying times that we may be in. Before I get too far down the road here, though, you do want to hang around at the end of the show for our Q&A segment with Amber. That's a segment where she asks me a bunch of questions, I make up a bunch of bullshit and give her answers, and it all works out fun. Uh, anyway, most of the time the answers are really true and relevant. Yeah, all right, I'll, yeah, to the best of my ability anyway. Anyway, for those of you listening on the podcast, you only get half the questions. The other half of the questions go to those who are tuned into the YouTube channel. So if you want to hear the other half of it and a bit of an extended discussion afterwards, tune into the YouTube channel and catch that little bit of extra show for that area. And don't forget to subscribe while you're there. Other than that, I think that's all. I think it's time for me. Thank you for sharing, John. Now get down from that soapbox.
1: But you always seem so happy up in that soapbox.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I can get rolling.
1: <laughs> Alright, this is number 45 of 52 episodes for 2021. We're getting pretty close to the end of the year here. And uh, our little piece of the wet coast is slowly heading towards normality again after that crazy storm of we weather. With the roads being fixed and the supply trains getting back to schedule, it's actually kind of a bit of a relief. People are a little less, little less uh, walking around not knowing what they're doing. I'm hoping that everyone out there is doing well and keeping warm as Jack Frost to start coming around every night to dance across the lawns. I remember pretending to like be a dragon when I was a kid and walking to school because you, know, you could see your breath and with the frost crunching on the frost I used to pretend I was a dragon destroying towns or destroying mountains as I was walking. wonder if anyone out there ever did that.
0: Well, it's probably a kid or two that's done that.
1: (laughs) Well, just everyone out there, remember to take that time for yourself. We're about to get super hectic with the Christmas month coming up, and you will need that peace of mind, any peace of mind that you can find. And for those adults out there, dark spiced rum tastes really excellent in hot chocolate. Just saying. Rinse and repeat as often as needed.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for sharing, John. That's it. Wrong button.
1: Please, can everybody be
0: quiet? Please be quiet.
1: SHUT UP!
0: Thank you. And now the WordPress news with John Overall.
1: What Amber? So the first thing I have here is there was a GoDaddy GoDaddy data breach. It exposed 1.2 million active and inactive managed WordPress hosting accounts. So. They announced on November 22nd that there was a data security breach. They discovered that the unauthorized third party access gained its access uh, by um, exploiting a vulnerability of a, what was it? Uh, something about
0: a password. Yeah. Compromised there we go. password. <laughs>
1: that's what it was. It started on November 17th.
0: Oh, uh, no. So, no, it started on that's September when they 16th That's when they announced they it. Started it started on September 6th.
1: Yeah. They started on, they it started on September 6th. They realized it on November 17th, they announced it on November 22nd and that's how it went. Yep. So what they got to was uh, customer email addresses, admin passwords, SFTP and database credentials, SSL, private keys. They've already taken steps to further its provisioning system and is continuing their investigation. Though their stock has now taken a huge hit, yep, and it may already be a bit too late for them. They might act. We may actually be witnessing a mighty giant tumbling. Nah, we shall see what happens.
0: I don't think the giants gonna tumble because of it, but uh, no, it they is, might. And nah, there's been there's been bigger fish than them that have been hacked, and okay. it causes their stock to tank for a while, and it causes all kinds of other problems. It creates grief. They have to offer up all kinds of. Uh, things to pacify all their clients and they got to rebuild their 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 credibility for people to have their sites there it's a whole lot of stuff that goes into it i kind of feel sorry for them it does suck but uh yeah it big big targets make for big money that's why they get hacked
1: yeah
0: and uh yeah, but this one was big. It, but the, the interesting thing is this didn't just claim GoDaddy stuff. This claimed all of their offshoot providers. Uh, GoDaddy owns several other hosting co- managed hosting companies under different names that were all ah. impacted, too. So there's a whole list of them here. I've been watching this. Yeah, their, their stock tumbled from 75 to $60,
1: 67
0: That's a pretty good jump. 5% loss. But anyway, there's a whole lot, and I've been I've been seeing this story pop up quite a bit in the last week because it's big mm-hmm. news on the internet. And it's and they've been adding different companies to it every day for the last week. Peace. So it's a massive data breach.
1: The next one I have is WordPress 5.9 has revised their release date. It has now been confirmed for January 25th. 2022
0: thank god they're not going to destroy us in christmas this year
1: (laughs) Uh, i found it kind of interesting because usually the release dates are pretty set in stone but they've actually changed this release date a couple of times now
0: that's because they're trying to put a whole lot of stuff into 5.9 that is not working correctly yet Uh, And instead of cramming it down everyone's throat, not working like they've done so much in the past, this year for Christmas, they decided to give everyone a Christmas present and say, you know what, (laughs) we're not going to update WordPress during the holidays, so you can actually enjoy your holidays this year, versus last year. When they crammed it down the throat, broke a bunch of sites, created grief, you know. And for all those poor tech people who are hoping to enjoy two weeks off, ended up with two weeks of uh, fixing panic customer sites because they hadn't (laughs) set their sites to not auto-upgrade.
1: Yeah.
0: So, so, yeah, at least this year, they gave everyone a Christmas present and say, nah, we're not going to mess with you until January. By then, you're back in the groove. On January 25th, you're back in the groove. You know, you're working again. Christmas is behind you. Now all you got to do is you got to put in those overtime hours anyway to pay all the Christmas bills. Just, you know, paying for the turkey this year, you're going to need like 20 hours of overtime just for the turkey.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is unfortunately true. You know, so, yeah,
0: I'm so, really grateful <laughs> they did that. One less headache yeah. to worry about during the Christmas holidays.
1: Well, maybe maybe they'll stick to it. Maybe it'll be better received, and they'll actually stick to the state in the future. That'd be cool. Well,
0: well, no, they'll try and they'll try and bring back the one in Christmas time eventually. Because I don't know, the guys at Automatic just love messing with people. <laughs> Next
1: one I have up is Buddy Press 10.0 Beta One delayed. Stable release rescheduled for December twenty fourth.
0: Okay, well, BuddyPress, I know a little teeny bit about. Yeah. And it's a pretty decent system. You know, it's a plug-in for WordPress, and it helps you build out a community much like uh, a Facebook-style community. Mm -hmm. And it is, I I think I've set up one several years ago, and then I've never touched it since. So it's something that's good, but I wonder why they've got a uh, a new version out. If you use BuddyPress, make sure you dig into the beta and see what's coming up. See if they're going to mess up your Christmas because they're going to launch it on Christmas Eve.
1: <laughs>
0: Anyone who's got a BuddyPress site, make sure you do not have auto upgrade uh, update set.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
0: You don't want your Christmas Eve ruined.
1: I just found it interesting. These aren't the only two places that I've heard about delaying their update or release. Yeah. I've actually been hearing it often. I'm wondering if that's just kind of because of all the glitches that are floating around the internet right now.
0: Well, could Maybe maybe they're also finally getting tired of releasing crappy code and listening that to everybody be bitch because they listen to crappy codes. Once upon a time, it used to be long delays between releases and people would bitch. Why haven't you released yet? Why aren't you released mm. yet? And they said, we're trying to make sure the code works. And finally they said, all right, screw it. Launch it. And then everybody starts bitching because the code's all buggy. It's like, well, take yeah. make your mind up, folks. What do you want? You want buggy code or do you want really good code? I mean, once upon a time, releases were really spread out. And when they came out, they just worked because they actually gone through and fixed the code and they were solid. But for the last 10, 12 years, no, that's not how that's not how it works, man. It's like, oh, it doesn't matter. Release it. it oh, it's an alpha stage. Yeah, sure. Release it. We'll just call it um, um, release candidate.
1: But it's an alpha.
0: <laughs> no. Anyway, let's go.
1: Well, that, that actually explains it a bit to me. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah.
0: I, I've been around long enough to remember when code was released and it worked and to seeing how they pushed up release dates to where they release it and it's still buggy code. Okay. Um, let's see.
1: What do I have up here next? Oops, I hit the scroll thingy. There we go. No, find Google- something. <laughs> the mouse scroll thingy. Sometimes I hit it without meaning to and then I lose my spot. Uh, Google Chrome and Safari warning to change settings immediately if you want to protect your privacy. Hmm. So what this is, is it appears that you may have to get an extension in order to keep your privacy in Chrome because they are changing it so that you don't have the option to opt out of things anymore.
0: Oh, that's really nice of Google. <clears throat> of, yeah. Yeah. Uh of uh, yeah, Google Alphabet,
1: no privacy <laughs> for you. We want all so your data. That's just something that I figured people uh, want to know about. Oh yeah, that's something to look into. Uh, next one is Windows on ARM gains 64 emulation, but requires Windows 11. So for those who use Windows 10 ARM-based PCs, Microsoft will no longer be supporting it for Windows 10, though they have added it to Windows 11. Hmm. Which is very frustrating, because from the bit that I learned about it, Windows Arm is actually really useful if you if you use it. Uh, but if it's no longer supported, that means it's going to start glitching out, going to start having issues, and it's going to be frustrating. Mm-hmm. I think they're just trying to push everyone on 10 to move up to 11 faster. Oh, absolutely. Which also doesn't make much sense, because they are still working on fixing the huge bugs in 11. Yes, well, you know. That's how they' that's how they roll uh, <clears throat> this one uh high security BIOS flaws affect numerous Intel processors
0: oh that's not good
1: yeah this one is important um that's your motherboard Intel- chip <laughs> pardon
0: so that's your motherboard chip that's the that's the chip that fires up before it even mm-hmm. fires up your uh operating system
1: yep. So, Intel has disclo- disclosed two high-severity vulnerabilities that affect a wide range of Intel processor families, mm. allowing threat actors and malware to gain higher privilege levels on the device. Mm. This article goes on to explain how they were found, disclosed, and what products specifically are affected. They have an entire list there. So Yeah, I would suggest
0: going least- through to see if you're impacted by that. Yeah. Yeah, so,
1: all right. Then, got a couple more here. Uh, hackers deploy Linux malware, web skimmer on e-commerce servers. Hmm. This is also something that people who have e-commerce stores might want to pay attention to. Um, I know it says Linux malware, but it's still... I'm pretty sure this probably exists on other OSs as well, so... Uh, if you have an e-commerce site, what these guys are creating is malware that starts with fake payment forms on checkout pages displayed to the customers. Mm-hmm. It What it does is it camouflages itself as a PS-EF process, runs in the background, creating a backdoor, and then it starts throwing out these pages, getting the information, and then moving forward. It's a really nasty one that's kind of floating around that's been caught now, yeah. so been caught, it's recognized, but it's not been caught everywhere that it's happening. So you might want to be aware of that. This article will tell you how to detect, get rid of, fix, that is all that stuff. Yep. And the last one I have is the most common passwords of 2021. Is yours on the list?
0: No, mine aren't, because (laughs) mine are totally scrambled things.
1: Yep mine's not on the list. I know Seriously, my girl's there's still are. still people the list, using
0: 123456? But... Good god.
1: <laughs> that is the number 1 password. Although 123456789 is also very popular.
0: Yes, well, it's because it's because some places are asking for eight characters now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah I found every time it very I, every time I see this, it's just hilarious to see.
1: Yep. I I liked how it has the time it takes to crack the password. I think the longest one is five seconds that I saw on this list. Oh, yeah. And then it has the amount of recorded times that it was (coughs) used. Yep. So it's like, yep.
0: (laughs) Yeah, all my passwords are randomly generated uh, 12 characters long now, so they're pretty hard to crack.
1: Mine too. Uh, Pretty hard to have them all
0: memorized too.
1: (laughs) I don't even bother anymore. I, Hmm. I let my electronic brain do it for me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right, well, that covers up our news. We got lots of it, plus all the extra stuff that you can find here in the show notes. Make sure you go check those out, folks.
1: I just wanted to say there's uh, more information in the extras on what's going on in the hacking world, what's going on in the dark web, and uh, some some fun stuff, too, like uh, Apple's suing hacker-for-hire firm NSO that Canadian cyber watchdog Citizen warned them about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's it we'll sue we'll sue a hacker for a firm <laughs> yep that just that just sounds so wrong all it right does. well let's roll let's roll on into a important segment of our show recognizing those that support the show it's time to donate to wp
1: plugins
0: this is where This is where we like to give credit, where credit is due for those that support the WP Plugins A to Z show. We like to start out first by recognizing those that offer their time, talent, or treasure, and in particular, those that offer up their talent for our show. First thing we got here is the artwork for the show. Now, for those of you that have been paying attention for the last couple of years, you'll notice our artwork changes every single episode. We have a different cover image for the show. And those cover images for over the last year and a half have been provided by artists, uh, our producers out there who support the show with their talented artwork. This week we have another great image from Greg's Graphics, old-fashioned kid with the uh, beanie hat with a nice big turkey that's gonna be dinner that night. I'm sure. So yeah, at any rate, I really liked it. It's kind of appropriate for Thanksgiving Day. Really great looking. Uh, Great looking photo. I do like the way he's, he's been messing with our logos and changing the colors and making them fit the uh, picture. It's really kind of cool. Really greatly appreciate Greg over at Greg's Graphics. He does great work. He also uh, does other kinds of graphic work. So if you're need of graphic work, go over and visit his site. Give him a shout. Tell him you heard about it, about him from us.
1: It is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, he does great work. So that's a really nice, great piece of artwork. And for those of you listening on the show, you don't get the peak. Well, you can see the artwork because you've downloaded the show. But for those that listen to it on YouTube, you get the preview of what the artwork looks like before it goes live with the show. All right. We also like to recognize those that provide their treasure to the show. And we have a special spot for executive producers. They get an executive producer credit. Yeah, it's a real live credit. You can go use it over on IMDB or wherever you like to use it. We'll even vouch for you about it. And hey... We don't have anyone this week, but hopefully we'll have them back soon. It's for $50 or more donation to the show. You get your note read out and you get that executive producer credit. All you got to do is donate to the show. But there are those of you that donate small amounts, so a few bucks here, a few bucks there, regular monthly donation through our Patreon account, which one day it will actually do what it's supposed to do, where we'll put up exclusive content or special content or articles and other things. One day we'll, we'll get back to doing that sort of thing. At any rate, we like to thank those of you that do come in under 50 bucks. You stay anonymous, and you do give us a little bit of support. It doesn't really fill our pockets with gold, but it is an appreciation and acknowledgement that you value the show. So thank you very much for those. We do appreciate that. You want to donate to the show? Just go to com slash donate to donate to the show in any ways you can feel like doing. Then there's also those that support us with their time. In particular, we like to acknowledge um, Charlie, who's really helped us out with contests over the last year. And we've got another fellow coming live here to help us out with the art gallery. He's going to get our art gallery all sorted out for you here. And uh, we'll start giving him credit next week. We'll give him all the credit needed for that. So thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it. And if you'd like to support the show with some of your time, just reach out to me. We have all kinds of little things on the website that need to be fixed, tweaked, adjusted. All kinds of things there. And we're always looking for someone to do it. It's kind of like the uh, mechanics brakes. They're the last brakes to get fixed on the road. Never buy a used car from an automotive mechanic.
1: True.
0: Not a, not a good idea. <laughs> the car runs. It's, it's safe to be on the road. But everything is on the verge of falling apart.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Trust me, I know. I was a mechanic for 15, 20 years. <laughs> and my car, while it was perfectly roadworthy, it was not something you'd want to buy from me. <laughs> because within six months you'd be putting out a small fortune in repairs. Yes,
1: yeah, kind of like my truck right now. It's, it's roadworthy. It's it's good. Just you know, it's, it's I just keep it going.
0: Little irritating <laughs> things. All right. Well, with all of that and all that recognition out of the way, it's time to move on to what everybody shows up to this show for. Into the depths of plug-in depravity, we go. All right, so first off, we do like to mention Classic Press. Classic Press is uh, not much in my list right now. I, haven't, I don't have anything on my radar for them. If you're using Classic Press, please bring us some information. We want to keep this alive. I feel it's a worthy project, and I feel it's going to actually gain momentum in the following years and maybe even eventually give WordPress a run for its money. But on to WordPress plugins here's what i have for you first today i have country and state selection add-on for gravity forms this is an add-on to your gravity forms form plugin it's a really cool add-on now you can go create country and state selections with a drop-down and a whole bunch of other you got to do a bunch of typing this one makes the job of adding country and state selections a whole lot easier for your site put this plugin in and you just choose your countries you want and it sets them in place, choose the states, you're all set. It's a really great little tool. I think it's a nice useful one for uh for uh, gravity forms and something you'll want to check into. It is a free plugin and it does help add some value to the uh to the Gravity Forms plugin. So go check this one out. Really great one, country and state selection add-on for Gravity Forms, and I give it a 5 Dragon rating.
1: I I can see that being very useful. I'm not hearing your clips for some reason, so...
0: You're not hearing the clips. I I thought you were hearing them earlier.
1: I was, but I didn't hear the intro to the plugins, and I didn't hear the dragon. so...
0: Oh, well, that's weird.
1: It is. I'm, I'm just giving you a heads up. If I on a end set. up being a silent five, for too long, it's because really I just am waiting
0: for the. Okay. End. Well, the, the the sounds are making it to the YouTube. So, perfect. I guess you'll just have to wait for the, uh, wait for the cues. All right. <laughs> so, what do you got?
1: Uh, first one I'm bringing to the table is Dokin, Best WooCommerce multi-vendor marketplace solution. Build your own Amazon, eBay, Etsy. Although I put eBay by accident. i <laughs> will have to fix that. <laughs> Uh, so when I checked this out, I really liked the way that it went. It's easy and simple and it's very, I really liked it. I don't really know much about the multi-vendor thing and going through the walkthrough on this helped me to understand what everything was for. And it, uh, sets up a few of the pages for you, which I later learned that's basically what they all do, but I didn't know that. This is the first one I tested out. Hmm. I really did. I really did like this one. Um, it does work in Elementor, create some widgets for Elementor. If you use Elementor, there's also widgets and a couple other ones. I don't remember right off the top of my head. There's an option for turning off all the information gathering in each plugin connected, and you can do that individually, which I liked that. Uh, I found in a couple other ones I tested out, it was either on or off. You didn't get to choose them individually. This one lets you choose it individually, which I thought was kind of neat. There is a lot you can do with this in the free version. Uh, it gives you enough to start, but if you want to keep going, you're going to have to upgrade with this. So, worth checking out if you're looking for a multi-vendor. Uh, I rate it at 4Dragons. Very cool.
0: Yeah, well, the multi-vendor stuff is something we're getting ready to do a whole bunch of work on. So, And mm-hmm. these are the two major players. So, uh, Amber reviewed one last week's episode and this one. And these are the two major players in there. And while I looked at the Doken one... I. I thought it was a little easier to use, but I didn't feel it was as robust as the other one we did last week.
1: So you actually reviewed the other one last oh, week. Oh, did
0: I review it? Oh, well, see, yeah, y- there I go.
1: <laughs> you reviewed that one. I was going to review it this week, but since you reviewed it last week, I reviewed this one. Well,
0: no, then they get then they then everyone gets a good rounding of the uh, of what's available in the major player of it all.
1: Yeah, I actually I do like Dokken more, but yeah. that's because it. It works better for mm-hmm. someone like me who's starting out. The mm-hmm. other one was a little too advanced for me to fully yep. get. And yep. it also felt pushy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it is a bit pushy. But the thing is, is you got to think to the long term of two, three years down the road. If you're expecting your website to grow, you want to have a plugin that's going to be able to expand to where you want to go not from where you're yeah. at. And that's I that's mean, why I try to look at a plugin like how will it expand? If this website becomes successful, will this plugin expand out to do everything I need it to do?
1: I think this one would, but that's just my opinion. Yep.
0: All right. Well, the next one I have for you folks here is another nice simple plugin. It is simply a basic job application form for your website. Now, if you're running a small company and something and you just want a nice, simple way to drop a drop application on your website so people can submit their resumes, or they they call them CSVs now, or cover letters or something. They don't don't do resumes anymore. They got a fancy new term for what used to be called a resume. At any rate, it's a simple one. Just ask for their name, information, and then you give them an opportunity to upload a file um, on it really straightforward. It collects all that data for you and then allows you to go review it and download it as you need. So it's a pretty straightforward plug-in. It is free and it is kind of cool and easy to use. And if you're looking for something this simple, go check it out. It's just a job application form and I give it a 4 Dragon rating.
1: Hey, um, I was just noticing that I lost all visual on YouTube. I'm wondering if anybody out there has lost visual on YouTube.
0: No, it looks like it's delaying. Oh, I've lost all data stream.
1: Hmm.
0: I got no data going to, to YouTube now. What the hell happened? I
1: don't know. Oh, there we go. He popped back on. Oh, so.
0: there it is. Oh, it's it's got a low bit rate.
1: Ah.
0: It's got a low bit rate going. All right. Yeah, it's not me. Well, it could be me. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I deliver the stream to a restreaming service, so... You know, it goes off, to, today. goes off to Streamlabs, and then from Streamlabs, Streamlabs restreams it to everyone else, so I have no idea what they're doing. It's one All of those right, well, things where I gave up a bit of control, which is irritating.
1: The next one I have is C-Trace. I actually thought this was a pretty cool plugin. Uh, especially if you're one who's like selling seeds. Now, I'm not sure how it would work if you are growing and selling your own seeds, because what this is designed to do is it's designed to actually find the beginning of the seed and trace that seed's entire journey up until it makes it to your dashboard. It's connected with WooCommerce, and it is a third-party thing that uh, you have to actually make an account with SeedTrace in order to uh, activate the information on your site. Yep. Now, I don't usually like third-party, but I could totally see how useful this could be if you, uh, say, for instance, buy bulk seeds, mm-hmm. and you want to give a history on these seeds. I could see it being really useful. I mean, even though it's a third-party, it seems cool.
0: Yeah, well... Def- go ahead.
1: I was just going to say, it's definitely worth checking out if you are one of those who buys your seeds and you want to know all the information of where it started, where it went and how it got to you. And then you can share it with your customers too.
0: Yep. Well, it is an interesting plug-in and because it said seed trace I thought I would examine it. That's mm-hmm. not exactly what it's all about. It's a misnomer on the labeling. It's a product chase it, wa- it traces your products from grower to buyer to seller to processor. And it's all about um, telling you if you're a good person in the, human- in the world and how ethically sourced everything you're buying is. It, tra- it tracks supply chains of your products is what oh. it's designed to do. Now, they give, the, they give the, the samples of cocoa farmers and chocolate and how the chocolate is done. And it can be used for seeds. I I did like the idea because, you know, I grow my own seeds. I thought, hey, this might be sort of a fascinating thing. But it's more designed to show what a good human you are in the world by ethically sourcing your products and tracking to see where your products come from and if they're ethically sourced. So it is an interesting concept. It is an interesting concept and a great idea. So, and it could be something useful if you're wanting to make sure that you show that your products are all truthfully and ethically sourced. You can build this up, and they've got themselves. Why you sign up for their service is they've built up a database of products and where they come from and how they're sourced. Mm. So, and that's what they're selling. So,
1: other than that, it's a really great thing. Well, I rate it at four dragons. Yep.
0: All right. The next one I've got for you here is called. Christmas greetings. I thought this one was kind of cool. This one's a little different from most Christmas uh, plugins. Uh, what it's designed to do is it sets up, and they do have a premium version which gives you a little more features with it. You know, uh, fireworks for a New Year's theme event and other things. But for the most part, what it's done, what it's for, is for Christmas stuff. You go in, you choose whether you want snowflakes or Santas, and then a gift package and then a bow to wrap around your. Uh, uh, site and then in the end it gives you a pop-up that's, that overlay of your website when people hit it and it just says Merry Christmas thanks for visiting our store and the other thing it gives you is an option to add in a coupon code at this point so if you're running an e-commerce store you can toss in a coupon code that most people will ignore until it's too late and then they might actually you might actually get a few more sales but I just thought it was a cool little way to say Merry Christmas to the visitors of your website So, at any rate, nice simple plugin. Does a few great things. They do have a premium version, so that knocks them down a point. So, I'll give this one a four dragon rating, and it is Christmas greetings. Now that we are in the Christmas season, Thanksgiving's here. You can set up all your Christmas lights now, folks.
1: You couldn't wait five days till at least December 1st, then? It's still November. Come on.
0: No, no, no. It's got to be done. It's got to be done uh, the day after Thanksgiving because everyone's off work. Well, they used to be. Now they're all off work anyway, so.
1: It's still November. Oh. Yeah, well, starts on
0: starts on thanks uh, Black Friday, man. While everyone else is out there killing themselves for the Black Friday sales, you're out there nice and calmly setting up your Christmas lights and going, "Hey, the world's all good."
1: It is a cruel plug-in. I'll give it that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The last one I have is Simple QR. Now. Over the past couple of years, I've noticed that QR codes are replacing a whole bunch of things. Like you go to a restaurant, you no longer get the little restaurant um, menus. You have to scan a QR code on the wall with your phone. And that's where you get your menu. Or you can get like a user, uh, you can get a information brochure by scanning QR code rather than the brochure that you would normally get. It's very interesting the way yeah. that QR codes are kind of taking over the the paper industry which i guess is good news for trees
0: yeah
1: um so here we have a plugin that helps you to create your own qr code it seems to work pretty well very easy simple to use you just put in the short code and it creates your own your own qr it's totally free and mm-hmm. worth checking out if you have any use for a qr code such as information brochure menu what have you QR codes are really useful to have kicking around just because you can stick them up everywhere. I had a friend who was doing self-promotion, and he was sticking QR codes up all over the town. He got to sell his book a whole bunch because of it. Yep.
0: Well, they've become popular. I remember when they weren't popular. I I reviewed a crap load. I thought QR codes were cool way back in the day (laughs) when they first came out. And I reviewed a crap load of QR code plugins. I even used them on my site for a little while, but they didn't gain any ground. But in the last year or so, they've gained a lot of ground, and with the new things out there, there's uh, a whole lot more uses for them. And I thought of something I didn't think of. I I caught something, a really cool suggestion on what to do to just really mess with them, carry a black Sharpie with you, and go in there and make an extra line in the QR code. (laughs) And it'll be toast.
1: Well, I do like this. It's very simple and easy to use, but you can't really personalize it too, too much, so... I rate it at
0: four dragons. Yeah, well, having the, the ability to personalize them, like I have some old, there's some plugins that I've reviewed for QR codes in the past, and some of them were pretty sophisticated. You could do a lot of stuff yeah. with QR codes. And those plugins exactly. still exist, and they've been updated and advanced. So mm-hmm. do a search on the site. If you're interested in QR codes, just go into the WP Plugins A to Z site and search for QR code, and it should give you a list of all the all the, all the all the Shows in the past, I reviewed them and just go look them all up. All right. Well, that covers up all of our plugins for today. And we do have a listener question this week. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Question goes, how do you decide decide which plugins you're going to review and what elements do you use to decide their rating? An avid listener. Oh well, they weren't even kind enough to give us their name. So
1: hey, man, avid listener. I like it. It works.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, how I decide which plugins I'm going to review is sometimes I just throw a dart at the uh, uh, dart at the um, WordPress repository for plugins. I'll type in a keyword and and see what plugins come up. You'd be amazed at what plugins come up when you type in things such as turkey.
1: Yeah, it is pretty amazing. I do that, too. And right around Halloween. And, I and then I just go through and
0: look it. for a plug-in that sounds interesting and I think might be usable for people. And that's what I bring to the show. Now, the elements to decide its rating is, one, does it have a, a premium version? That automatically knocks a point off. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't have a premium version, how easy is it to set up? And does it actually do what it says it's going to do? And how old is the plugin? If it's too old, I don't bring them to the show if they're too old anymore, unless it's something special. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is it up to date? I don't even look at whatever ratings that might exist on the plugin already. I just sort of base it upon my use and my attempt to use at it. You know, I don't spend a lot of time setting them up. Sometimes it's less than five, ten minutes setting them up and just see if it does what it's supposed to do. I have a website that's probably got 300 plugins installed on it now because I just install them there, activate them and periodically deactivate them to keep the website from crashing under the load of the plugins. Yeah. But and that's basically what I do with it and and that's how I decide their rating. And most of them land in 3 and 4 zone. You know, occasionally to hit a 5 for me now, it has to hit all the golden spikes. It has to be free, has to be very usable, it has to be very easy to set up. You know, that's the only way to get a five out of me now. Um unless of course I happen to have the premium version which is usable and and does everything it's supposed to be, and I'm working with the premium version, then the premium version can get a five. But in other than that and if they, to get a one or a two, it usually means it's a true piece of crap. You yeah, know. like you
1: know. You plug it in, it crashes your site, yeah. or you plug it in and it just does nothing. It
0: does nothing, or you try to use it and uh, something else happens. Yeah, so, so yeah, that's how I do it. You got anything different. else to add to it that I didn't do there?
1: Well, for me, uh, it's I guess it's a bit different in the way that um, I reach at five because even if it's a premium, if it's really good for its free version. And you can basically do whatever it is you need to do off the free version. And the premium version just adds like some extras that you don't need, but that could be fun. You can get a five out of me for that. So long as it's doing what it's meant to do and works the way it needs to, is easy to understand and is not complete Greek where you have to look up every single option in order to get it going. Yep. And, uh, Like, a lot of them fall into three and four for me as well. But I spend a lot of time setting things up because I'm still learning how all the different kinds of plugins work. So, yeah, sometimes I throw a dart at it. Other times I'll bring forward a plugin that I've come across when I'm doing research for a client. And, uh, yeah.
0: That, that is the one thing I did forget to add is uh, sometimes I'll be researching for a client or using a client site or I'll inherit a new website to build out and I'll discover that they've got plugins in that site that I've never seen before. And I'll bring them forward. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we do have a new contest now. It's a
1: contest. Contest. WordPress plugins
0: Absolutely. Go enter for free. It's a contest sponsored by johnoverall.com web hosting services. Excellent hosting that doesn't slow you down. WordPress hosting that does not slow you down. And we are giving away a one year hosting package valued at 350 bucks. The contest is running from now till December twenty-third, I think and just before Christmas it's just in time for Christmas make it a Christmas present enter the contest and win the hosting package for yourself and uh, use it for yourself or hey take it and give it to a client you know you never know and uh, my hosting is excellent hosting services that uh, I don't overload the servers and I provide all the tools and uh, power you need to run your WordPress website with the best security possible and I have been doing you know, hosting, he says, well, most of my clients, I have clients that have been with me for 20 years. <laughs> I've been doing this. I've been doing hosting for 22 years now. Started in 1999 was when I launched my first server. So I've been doing it for 22 years.
1: Which is I've, awesome.
0: I've never grown it very big. Doing. It's always been a small boutique hosting service. And I intend to stay that way. I don't want to be a big, massive hosting service. I don't want thousands and thousands of clients. I only want the people who care about their quality and care about you know, having the best service possible at all time and always being able to reach the hosting provider. They can always reach me, unless, of course, I'm sleeping. You know, i got to sleep sometime. Unfortunately, I have to spend those anywhere from three to eight hours a day sleeping. If I could get away with not sleeping, I would be able to accomplish i'd be able to conquer the world if i didn't have to sleep
1: you know i was talking with a friend the other day about how wouldn't it be useful if we could just plug ourselves in and recharge while we're working like a cell phone
0: oh god that'd be great
1: it would you know i was actually uh thinking humans are kind of like the old version of nokia phones Because hmm. the old version of nokia cell phones yeah you couldn't even send a text while it was charging because otherwise it would kill the battery more. yep so we're like the first-gen Nokia phones at this stage of our bodies. We yeah. need to figure out a way to upgrade ourselves so we can plug ourselves in and recharge while we're
0: working. Well, maybe that's our next evolution. At any rate, <laughs> you can go enter the contest by clicking the link in the show notes or just go to WPPluginsA to com slash giveaway to get to the contests. And it's very simple to enter. Just enter your name, email address, and away you go. All right. Got to cover up a couple of things here to close out before we head into the Q&A segment. Plugins covered this episode. I covered up the following: Country and State Selection add-on for Gravity Forms, which I gave a 5, the Job Application Form, which I gave a 4, and the Christmas Greetings, which I gave a 4.
1: And I covered Doken, best WooCommerce multi-vendor marketplace solution, build your own Amazon, eBay, Etsy, which I rated at four, SeedTrace, which I rated at four, and Simple QR, which I also rated at four. Apparently, I had a four-day.
0: You did. You had a (laughs) four-day. All right. And a couple of quick reminders. Uh, Meetups, I think we're going to be looking at a meetup in the uh, early spring or early summer this next year. It'll be a WordPress. It'll be a WordPress and a, um, a Rogues Tavern meetup. So stay tuned for that as I start to get that one put online. Also, if you're a developer out there, know a developer, or simply want to uh, showcase some product you do that's relative to WordPress, of course, uh, you want to be in an interview show. Connect with me over at wppluginsa slash interview if you have plugin suggestions you want to have reviewed, please submit them to the website at a to slash submit plugin. All right. It is that time. It's question and answer time. Quit, Amber.
1: Hey, I heard his voice, just not the music.
0: Oh, that's weird.
1: <laughs> it is. So um, I actually have a question for you from. Someone in our chat, they have been saying you need to be careful of the QR codes and what they contain. Thoughts?
0: Well, yeah, because you have no idea what that QR code. What a QR code generally does when you snap it with your phone, it automatically sends your phone to a website to look at something. Mm -hmm. That's where you're going with it. Now, it can also send you to a place to download some code for your phone. Or it can hit a JavaScript that automatically downloads and adds something to your phone. There's a lot of things that can be done with QR codes. That was one of the reasons why they didn't take off in the beginning, because immediately the hackers saw the ways to abuse them and went right after it.
1: Oh yeah.
0: And of course that that has that has died down, and now they brought them back, and they brought them back in such a way of you know with the I'm not even going to go into that with going into restaurants and such. You got to you know swipe your phone over a QR code for things. You know, it's like, and it's being used in more and more places, as you said, restaurant menus and other things. So people are becoming accustomed to them in small, simple ways that they feel safe. But what's to Mm -hmm. say that, you know, somebody puts up the restaurant menu, they put up a couple of them around the restaurant, and some hacker comes in, he's reprinted that particular layout that they have, and he's put his own QR code in there, you know, and it sends you somewhere else. And,. You know, so it's like all of all these different things can be problematic. So yeah, it, it can be a problem, and you have to make sure before you swipe a, before you scan a QR code, do you trust the source? That's your that's your biggest thing. Do you trust the source that this QR code is coming from? Yeah, it's what it boils down to. It's like anything else. Do you trust the source? Pretty much everything in life is do you trust the source?
1: All right. All right. Uh, so if anybody out there has any questions they'd like to have asked on the show, send them in to me at member at wppro.ca and we'll get them answered to the best of our ability. And if you're in the chat, just like, just like our current listener did, send them in. Uh, so my first question that I brought is, what are key phrases when referring to compromised sites? I remember last week we were talking about compromised sites and you said something about the key phrases being something important to pay attention to
0: key phrases
1: yeah I I I was curious about that but I didn't I I, I didn't get a chance to ask at the time
0: I don't understand it's something that's obviously been flushed from my memory so I don't know what you mean by key phrases
1: alright we'll skip that one then I'll do some more research and then I'll ask a question
0: yeah it's like key phrases mean so many different things to me and I must have been on a roll and it just got flushed from my memory when I was done
1: uh, I was hoping that the question would trigger it for you. Okay, so if a hacker manages to get into a workplace network, does that mean that they will have access to every personal computer that links to that network from home?
0: Hmm, that one's kind of an interesting one. Um, I hadn't thought about that. I It would be possible, I suppose, because when you're accessing a work network from a home computer, you're VPNing in, which Mm -hmm. the VPN is actually creating a tunnel through the internet that connects your computer directly to that office network. Mm -hmm. And now your computer is no longer truly part of the greater internet or your home network, but you're part of your office network. So in theory... I would say they could access every personal computer that's linked to the VPN through the VPN network. It would depend on what kind of firewalls are set up on the VPN network mm-hmm. there. And uh, so I don't know. It's, it seems like it should, and it seems like they could, you know, to have access to the personal computers in the network. It's one of the reasons why I do protect my network to the best of my ability to keep anything from getting into it. So definitely a possibility.
1: Yeah, that one occurred to me because uh, I was thinking about it. And if somebody wanted to hack into one specific person's computer and be anonymous about it, just hack into their work network that they log into every day and you could probably get into that person's network and there'd be no clue where it came from because it would lead back to the work network where millions of computers are.
0: Yeah, it could, could very well work.
1: An interesting thing. Uh, my last question is: Can you define zero day? I can't remember if it's bugs or zero day zero flaws, day, zero
0: day zero day problems, zero day, problem, zero day um,
1: flaws. I think is is the right. One. Errors zero day flaws um, zero. in in coding and stuff.
0: Yep. Okay, we will do that one. After we come back, so those of you that are listening on the uh, download of the show, you want to hear the answer to this one? Go visit the YouTube channel. I'm going to let my girl take us on out of here.
2: Reminders for the show All show notes can be found at wppluginsaiz.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the newsletter for more useful information delivered directly to your inbox. WP Plugins A to Z is a show that offers honest and unbiased reviews of plugins created by developers because you support the show. Help keep the show honest and unbiased by going to WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash donate and set the donation level that fits your budget. Help us make the show better for you by subscribing and reviewing the show at Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and in the iTunes Store. You can also leave us a review on our Facebook page using WPPluginsAtoZ.com slash Facebook. You can also watch the show live on YouTube, check out the screencasts and training videos, and remember to subscribe and hit the bell to get notifications of all new videos. Follow the show on Twitter at WPPluginsA to Z. John can also be reached at his website, johnoverall.com, or email him directly, john at WPPro.ca. Thanks for joining us and have a great day.
0: Thanks for listening to the show. This show is copyrighted by johnoverall.com. So until next time, have yourselves a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you happen to be out there on the globe today.